basically question everything throughout the design process. So this is, I think, <laughs> the number one thing that you can do uh, to encourage critical thinking. Just question the source of the facts, question yeah. the methods you chose to use, question the results that came up. So just questioning everything at every step of the process. Hello, everybody, and welcome on the next episode. Today's episode topic is critical thinking, and this is a topic that we have mentioned a couple of times in our previous episodes, and we kind of mentioned a couple of times that it's a very important skill, it's a very important aspect of our work, and that we all have to learn and hone this skill, but we never really had a chance to like unpack and decode this word, and what does it actually mean in our practice, so why, why are we talking about this so, so much? So I think it's a great opportunity for us to try digging into this topic a little bit deeper today and try to figure out all the whys and what's and how's about critical thinking. But as usual, classically, <laughs> before we dive into the topic, I'd like to also catch up with, with you, Ioana, and ask how was your week? How was your projects going on? Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining as well. Um, yeah, just a couple of words, maybe updates from my side. Um, I haven't been doing much else than um, investing time and energy and love in the UX bootcamp which has been uh, growing uh, surprisingly well in the past couple of uh, months. And now we have a lot of students from different parts of the world, like from most of our students are from the United States, but we also have a lot of students from Taiwan, for example, and students from Japan. And it's really, it's really interesting to see uh, so many diverse backgrounds joining and with the same goal in mind, that of transitioning to UX design. And it's really, it's really rewarding right now because for a long time, I felt like I was just putting in a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of effort. So I was working, working, working and with no with no reward or at least I, I couldn't foresee, uh, I couldn't see near a future. But now somehow it's just, it's starting to be like a two-way street. It's, it's going both ways. We're, we're getting feedback from our students. They love the curriculum. They love the vibe. They love the community. And so it's just that I, I, I have to, I, I, most of the times I complain when you ask me about how my week went, but this time I just want to show, take a moment to show appreciation and gratitude for the fact that I'm, I have the opportunity of mentoring these students in the UX bootcamp and that they're, they're awesome. And I'm just happy to have uh, this journey in my life. So yeah, <laughs> uh, a happy oh, moment. <laughs> that's nice. That's really amazing that you feel that way. Yeah. I remember having the same feelings, especially when I started seeing the results of like students finding the job or actually feeling those aha moments and like trying to really break into this industry. So that's definitely amazing and rewarding. Uh, I took a break also like from mentoring programs for like more than four months now and I started to miss that. <laughs> Anyways, let's maybe dig into the topics. I'm, I'm sure they have a lot to unpack today. So to start with the topic, um, I guess I would really start by asking you, Ioana, what is actually critical thinking and why do we think it is important in the design craft? Um, what's your intake on this? And it doesn't have to be scientific or something. It could be just your personal opinion. So I'd start by actually sharing my definition of what critical thinking is, because I think that for the conversation, as a foundation for the conversation, it's important to give my uh, perspective on, I mean, it's, it's a standard definition. It's pretty much um, determining whether something is uh, true or false. So 
um, critical thinking means, um, yeah, it's, it's basically in the in UX design, at least, it's the process of taking a statement and trying to determine whether it's true or false. So that's what critical thinking is. And it, I think it employs a bunch of methods and uh, techniques to be um, to enable finding the truth as much as possible. So basically, we employ critical thinking to determine the truth. So with that being said, why it's important, I have uh, strong opinions around it. I think it's probably the number one most important skill that UX designers need to build. And it's really important because the UX process, like with everything we do as human beings, uh, can be very flawed and can be filled with bias and uh, um, assumptions that uh, stem out of bias. And so you're actually researching people. So there, it's not very scientific, if you want. It's not very easy. Like you're looking at some cells and understand their behavior. You're, you're talking to people and they are also um, biased beings, obviously. And so you can have a lot of fake findings, fake insights, fake revelations throughout a design process. And that's where I think critical thinking comes in. And critical thinking is also important because it helps you take the ego out of the way many times. So it forces you, at least it encourages you <laughs> to stay as neutral as possible and to look at things from a very objective uh, perspective as much as possible. Because again, we can never be completely objective about anything. So I think that critical thinking is, is essential to the design process because uh, it, it keeps you uh, on the path of truth, if you want. So it keeps you, it helps you, it enables you to uncover the truth and not your projections of what the truth is or your hopes of what the truth is or all sorts of confirmation biases and all sorts of biases out of the way. So uh, that's my answer in a nutshell. I'm curious to hear uh, if you want to add anything or what are your thoughts around it? Yeah, um, actually you covered it pretty pretty nicely. I wouldn't do it any better. Um, I think what, what is important to understand about the critical think thinking, if I can add something to this, is that it's actually just like it's happening in every part of our design process, be it in the beginning of the process. So like when you're collecting the information and trying to analyze the resources of this information, be it when you're collecting the data from the user's analysis and stuff like that. So honestly speaking, critical thinking is applied in literally every stage of our design process. And that's why it's extremely important to build a skill. And sometimes we, like, as you said, like we humans are full of flaws and we sometimes, you know, prefer some ideas, prefer some resources. And honestly speaking, when you're growing and learning to be a bit more objective, you learn to understand that it's it's kind of faulty, that you actually have to try harder and try to analyze and maybe spend extra time by evaluating your resources, but it actually will end up in a better result. So Yes, in the beginning, we probably all go through this and like picking up things we want to believe in or, you know, maybe emotionally um, attach, uh, attach better with some ideas or with some, I don't know, opinions from users at, or, or even resources online. However, then you might see that, okay, for some reason, when you publish a project, when you launch a project, it doesn't match the reality. And then you start questioning yourself. So um, in these situations, you might realize that you should have evaluated your resources and your thinking a bit better. And this is where this critical thinking come and plays out. Um, what else I can add here? I think that critical thinking is actually like, if we try to unpack it and think through what is it actually 
consists of. I think it's consistent of a couple of steps. And again, it's one thing to say that we are evaluating resources or we are relating ideas, etc. But honestly speaking, it, it encompasses a couple of steps, if you can call it. <laughs> and I think it's all about first identifying the problem. Again, critical thinking, is it a problem? maybe even prioritizing the right problem. Then it's about gathering information, right? So it's important to try to, okay, look through all the sources of information and see what actually fits us best uh, and what's the credible source of information. And then maybe evaluating this evidence, right? Or, or this resource or opinion, et cetera. Um, then again, prioritizing and considering and then choosing uh, what to go for and what to implement. And then as, as you start designing, right, as you go into the details and tactics, you then again have a bunch of ideas and you kind of repeat the same loop by identifying what are we solving, maybe gathering information, brainstorming on different ideas, and then again, choosing the right idea that works best for you. And sort of, it's like, working in loops honestly speaking when you're designing again from from collecting information to synthesizing it to then applying it and and it's like zooming out zooming in but always critically thinking through everything that you are deciding right because as designers we make sometimes hundreds of decisions a day and it's important to not big, make big mistakes there in your small decisions. And sometimes maybe not, let's say, filter away really great ideas by that. I just want to maybe build a little on the, mm -hmm. the idea that critical thinking is um, is something that you need to uh, employ throughout mm -hmm. the design process, which right. is absolutely true. So I don't, I can't find, of a, I can think of a situation where you, you shouldn't use it or it's not a, uh, an advantage to to uh, uncovering the best results but um i think that there are some key points in the ux process where i think it's 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 essential or it's more vital than in others if vital has a mm -hmm. can be compared so i think that especially when you're in the problem space uh in the early stages of the design process and trying to understand what is the problem you're trying to solve is it the right problem to solve do you understand it as you should and so on so when when you're operating with a lot of uh moving parts and a lot of insights and a lot of big volumes of data that are being um, uncovered through research and so when you're in that uh, in, in trying to make something make sense out of all the um, all of the let's say the, the, the huge problem space you're operating in that's when critical thinking I think is key to make you uh, to help you make sure that you start off with on the right foot in the design process that you start off by understanding if the problem you're solving is the right problem to solve do you understand it and so on so maybe um helping you articulate the the problem statement and um and so on so i think that in the problem space in the in the discovery phase of processes um critical thinking is essential and it's also another um point in which things might go bad is when you are starting to validate your ideas and um, we know that we have a lot of biases when it comes to our work. We are very attached to it oftentimes. We have to learn to kill our babies and so on. So I think that uh, once you have a solution at hand, you try to perpetually uh, unconsciously make uh, find find uh, uh, reasons for which your solution is a great idea and your idea is great and you try to confirm it. Uh, the confirmation bias can go crazy at this point and uh, take hold of you. So that's where I think once you have once you you've noticed once you reflect 
you're doing some introspection and you understand that this is what might be happening to you at that point, that's when you really need to become a critical thinker and try to remove all the emotion out of the process and make sure that you're not looking for validation um, of oh, the yes. successful idea you've had, <laughs> but you're looking for ways on which to, to explore whether it's the right idea and how you might improve it. And so, yeah, this is something that I wanted to add and we can now move into the next question. <laughs> No, this is great. I really love it. And I, I like the part that you said that it's essential. I even like the word fundamental here because the, the problem statement is right, is the fundamental of your project. And if you're focusing on the right wrong thing and you're investing your time and effort and energy into solving the wrong problem, then basically your fundamental is extremely weak and you're like wasting a ton of resources. So it's it's true that it's fundamental that you have to first really evaluate critically um, what you're investing into. And, 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 and I really love that, yeah, you mentioned that it's, it's a, maybe, if not the most important part of where we have to apply those skills. <laughs> Um, so actually, since we talked a lot about like, what is it and what are the steps and what are the parts and where it's mostly needed in the process, especially mainly needed, uh, how do we, as a designers, especially if we think about the newbie designers, right, who are just trying to enter the space, how do you develop the critical thinking? Where do you <laughs> get the challenge? How do you understand the challenge? How do you build those skills if, let's say, you're still working with like a side projects and uh, maybe not real businesses and just building your portfolio? Any, any tips here that you'd like to share with us? I think I have some ideas. I might have some ideas on what I've noticed works um, in my personal case, but also by observing other designers. I think that um, what helps is to actually employ methods and use techniques. So not rely on your on, on the UX process uh, itself and or or just uh, or uh, solely on the UX process, but also at every point make sure that you're going through a methodical way of uh, interpreting, collecting, interpreting the data, and so on. So just like you said earlier on, the steps that you've listed are a way uh, of making sure that you are fostering a good space for critical thinking to to be present in. So yeah, collecting the necessary information all the time and trying to reflect on that information as unbiasedly as possible, uh, which means uh, as a second step that you need to become aware of your biases and that you do that by constantly observing your yourself and looking at the parts where emotion might come into place and understand what's triggering that emotional reaction and why are you looking at things from that perspective? Is there another perspective that you're missing? So constantly uh, doing introspection is something that will also help you with critical thinking. And some uh, practical methods of doing that could be journaling or uh, simply documenting your work at all times and then reflecting on what, at what you're doing, what you did and why you did certain things can also help with, uh, with being able to, to self-reflect in a very efficient way um yeah i would say also a very important part that didn't yet come up and it's something that definitely encourages critical thinking in every process uh you'll be in is to always look at the bigger picture as well so i think that we tend to get caught in the weeds and looking at small insights at, and at bits and pieces of the of the problem we're trying to solve and we lose track of the bigger picture which is an exercise that all designers need to 
to encourage themselves to do. So like converge, diverge, converge, diverge is the same on the on the scale of level of abstraction, if you want. So you, you will look at very small detailed uh, uh, insights that are part of the bigger part, but you always have to keep the bigger part inside as well. So this is something that you might practice uh, and will help you with uh, remaining uh, on a, the good side of critical thinking. So always uh, uh, going back to the bigger picture and um, and understand how the bigger picture relates to the parts. Uh, and this is something that you do consciously, you do with intent. So you say that, okay, now I have the small parts, but how do they make the bigger picture? Um, and yeah, and basically question everything throughout the design process. So this is, I think, <laughs> the number one thing that you can do uh, to encourage critical thinking, just question the source of the facts, question yeah. the methods you chose to use, question the results that came up, question uh, the new, the, the improvement of the, the better choice of methods that you could be doing. So just questioning everything at every step of the process is something that uh, will definitely uh, help you uh, improve the critical thinking and make sure that you're, you're, you're using it in the process. So I really, really love that you mentioned this word question everything. And, and I totally, totally resonate with this word. I feel like it's, it's a stage in your mindset and building the designer mindset where you literally have to start questioning everything. In the beginning, you're more of a like, you know, naive person in a red in a pink glasses thinking everything is just creativity, beautiful. But then you start realizing there are so many issues, so many mistakes around. And then there are so many things could be improved. And then you turn on or like wear this critical thinking head and start questioning everything. <laughs> And you have to sort of go through this stage and learn and adapt that skill and then apply it when it's most needed, not to question everything by default to become, you know, the part of your personality, but, but really to use it as a, as a skill, as a tool that could help you making better decisions. So I really love the word that you mentioned, question everything. <laughs> um, and, and as a part of this, let's say, uh, building the skill, coming back to the topic or the question we have right now is um, one thing I really like to suggest to the students I had was to literally just find problems around you. So normally when you, you know, live your normal life, you go through your routine, you don't know, you, you take a coffee in the morning, you take the metro or whatever taxi, and then you go to your normal life. You sometimes like like interact with different services, right? So you might uh, want to, I don't know, charge your, like uh, top up your mobile phone or you might um, call the Uber or you might, whatever it is, I don't know, <laughs> you need to extend your gym uh, uh, membership or something. So you have, you interact with different services and different products around you, be the digital product or actually even physical products. And when you do that, um, Start focusing on those products for a second, a little bit more than just a consumer. Try to wear this critical thinking hat and think, how is it working out for me? <laughs> uh, analyze those products, basically. Think through the details of this product. Maybe pay extra attention to how does it feel? How does it work for you? And literally try to just pick a product, maybe every day, <laughs> if that works for you, but pick a product every day and think through this product. How does it work? Why is it working this way? Is there some flaws that is confusing or not intuitive for you and stuff like this? So pick a product and try to analyze it and try to evaluate it and try to even understand. If you maybe figured out there are some problems you would want to consider for fixing, for improving. Um, is it a problem worth 
working on? Is it just like a nice to have, or is it actually a critical problem? And if you might fix it, maybe it will bring potentially a better revenue for the business or better <clears throat> um, unblock users from some friction and so on board more users, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So picking the challenges, I think, if you don't have your own projects right now and you don't know how to challenge yourself, I think it's you can find those critical thinking <laughs> pieces everywhere. You can find any challenges around you and then try to build this. Um, I think when I was uh, teaching the design for the first time, uh, like five or six years ago, one of the exercises I was asking my students to do is to go to this um, sort of ATM machine which was more of a, it was in Georgia. And so the ATM machine was including not just like withdrawing the money, but also like topping up things and like paying for your electricity bills and stuff like that. So it has like billions of menu options. And I was asking like, hey, try to use this machine and analyze, uh, does it serve? So does it facilitate your needs? How does it work? What would you improve? How would you do it better? And stuff like this. So like, again, picking up products around you and trying to think if they could be improved and if yes is it worth improving because every time we find a lot of problems there is also this space which we have mentioned today already evaluation uh so prioritization right w what's the important problem to solve and what's like just a nice thing to have that if you invest your time into doesn't really bring any roi <laughs> return on investment so it's also important to know where to invest your energy into. So, um, and I think, yeah, let's try to cover one more quick question. Um, and it's really more about, again, targeting, knowing that our audience is more of aspiring designers or designers in the beginning of their career. I was thinking that we can also talk about critical thinking through your portfolio or through your case study presentations. Because a lot of the times I noticed in, in my students when they work on the project, they spend a lot of time for their project, obviously, you know, you have more, it's a lot of things for the first time. So people would spend extra time working through the projects. And so once the project is sort of complete, well, it's not a complete, but sort of at the end of it, um, you start building this portfolio or case study. And, and I noticed that my students don't really have enough energy to actually critically analyze it. They try to like put everything they have done um, in this project, in the first project they probably did, literally in one case study, like, like every step they did, every small decision they did, every sketch they did and stuff like that. And I'm always thinking that it's where this critical thinking part is super, super essential. And we sometimes in the beginning forget to apply it and try to sort of also evaluate our portfolio, like a product that people will be consuming, looking through and uh, thinking critically through every information you put in your portfolio. So uh, I was wondering if we can also cover this topic and if yes, if there are some suggestions or advices you would give to the people who are building their portfolio and case studies um, and how can critical thinking could be helpful or handy in this part, in this context? I think it all um, traces back to the idea that you should um, question everything and uh, observe. So observe the process, reflect on the process that you've been to, reflect on all the deliverables you've created and ask yourself, why did I do that? So not, and the answer should never be because that's the process. The answer should be because I wanted to find out this or that, or we needed to explore mm -hmm. that problem or that insight or so on and so on. So I think that you start by looking at what you've done in that process. And then you try to understand what do you want to communicate to the person that will be going through that case study, that will be reading your case study. And how do you show that person the problem that you set out to solve 
how what activities you employ to understand that problem and then what were the essential steps in your process because you can't put everything in um you could maybe do it in a presentation of your portfolio in a conversation but when you send something or you have a website where people just have like 10 minutes maybe to look at your case studies because they have to look on hundreds of applications then you can't put everything you've done in you have to leave out the um the let's say secondary or unessential parts and focus on what really made an impact on your process what stages what deliverables what activities what insights and so on so try to understand your uh, narrative if you want the story that you want to tell and then under um, and then question everything you've done based on that narrative and say does this make sense in my story will this help my story or not and so at any point when you analyze what you've gone through make sure that what you're putting in there adds to the story without overloading it if that makes sense um i'm curious to hear your thoughts around it <laughs> no i really really love that what you just covered i totally agree with with you in terms of really thinking through everything you have gone through again maybe here we come uh, to the to this other puzzle where we which we called reflection right um looking through everything you've done and reflect on what was helpful what was not what piece of information helped me to inform my next steps and actually brought me somewhere where it had to go um and what was not really relevant and what is just a noise uh, for the reader what was not necessarily something that uh, i should you know spend somebody's time on reading so it's, it's again this critical part where you analyze everything you've done and you probably in your first project tried everything right you probably tried everything that not necessarily helped you progressing with your project but some parts helped you a lot some not and you just try to again I know it's hard because it's your first baby your first project so it's hard to let go of some of the things you have done but trust me it's gonna work out better if if you really minimize somebody's effort by reading your project and as we said like here it's first critical thinking through your case study for your project then it's applying this reflection and trying to see really what works what what didn't work and then maybe the empathy like you said that the reader uh the the design manager or whoever will be reading your case study uh doesn't have so much time to go through your portfolio so they will basically spend two three minutes for whole your portfolio and that means and they watch through i don't know hundreds of portfolios sometimes and then you have to send out so you do have to put this critical thing, huge critical thing it has on top of you, uh, where this empathy for the design managers and think, okay, if I were this design manager, what would be this more, most amazing project, which I'm really proud of and which actually I can talk a lot about, but I want to just sort of attract their attention by maybe explaining the actuality of it and maybe the impact of it and stuff like that. So that's something that I know I can bring value to the project. So yeah, again, it's different puzzles as we always <laughs> talk about in this podcast that design is, is like this puzzle game with empathy, with critical thinking, with, uh, uh, I don't know, communications and all of that. So yeah, critical thinking, as you can see, is another huge part of this process. And I, I really love that we had the chance to cover it today. <laughs> uh, and I really hope that those tips would come handy for you, especially if you're working on your portfolio today. Um, all righty. 
I think, yeah, I think that's it for today. And we can actually go into our last part, classically our last part of any episode and talk through our uh, main uh, three takeaways of this conversation. And Joanna, would you like to start? Yeah, definitely. I can go first. Um, so I would start by understanding, uh, I, I would start by mentioning something that probably didn't directly come up in the conversation, but I want to state it um, independently that critical thinking is a life skill. It's not just a design skill. It's something that will help you in all aspects of your life. And it's it's really something valuable to foster and will it will definitely enhance your work as a UX designer. And some might even argue that it's critical to being successful as a UX designer. So uh, it's not a nice to have, it's something core to the UX profession. This is my number one takeaway. My number two takeaway is that um, critical thinking should be applied throughout the design process with focus uh, at some core parts or maybe uh, moments where you have to make something out of a lot of data and turn it into map it out, uh, understand the system, understand the connections, understand what all the insights mean. But at the same time, you still have to question, is this right? Is this system right? Is this insight right? And so did I employ the right method? What should be the methods I'm going for at this stage and so on? So constantly question what you're doing uh the the rationale behind every activity in the design process and this also relates to intentionality so uh, if you're a good critical thinking you a critical thinker you will definitely do things with intent which is very important as well for the design process so i think they're tightly connected and the third thing i would say yeah around the portfolio because it's something that it's, it's a pain point throughout the design industry especially for junior designers that probably it's really hard for them to um, give up on parts of their work. And I think that in the beginning, everything feels equally important or equally essential. And so um, you should be able, you should strive to be able to communicate a, a narrative, a storyline, um, something that's like uh, easy to digest and consume. And it will also help you make something out of the entire process that you went through so it will help you understand and be able to reflect as unbiasedly as possible on all the activities all the work that went in all the insights you had to navigate and so on and understand why you made all the decisions that you made at certain points in the process so um even if you are a junior designer you should be able to to leave out the unessential parts um, and, and focus on, um, on the reasons, the rationale behind everything you did. I hope that makes sense. So these are my <laughs> top three things that I would take out from this conversation. I'm excited to hear yours. Sure. Um, okay. So I, I guess what you just mentioned was like fundam again, fundamental <laughs> for, for takeaways for today. I would just build up on top of that and maybe cover more of a tactical things I realized today. And first is, again, critical thinking is is a fundamental skill but but actually critical thinking if you think about it is, is all about reducing the risks and analyzing the information it's really tightly connected to analytical skills i guess yeah i felt like it's, it's really a lot about analysis analysis um from 
picking up the information to prioritizing the information. It's a lot about critically analyzing all these resources. Um, and, and that helps you to reduce the risks in the project. So making sure the project is a success uh, and meets the goals. Uh, and of course, maybe analyze the bullshit information on the internet or even sometimes the feedback that you receive because not every feedback you need, you're receiving is actually a critically thought <laughs> piece of a feedback. Sometimes it's coming from somebody's own personal insecurities and issues so you don't have to take everything super personally and uh, you know as you can see you can even apply <laughs> critical thinking and, and receiving the feedback not just the project and and, um, and the portfolio etc another thing is which you have mentioned and i really like is that we have to pay attention and we have to really strongly use the critical thinking in the beginning of the process, in the beginning of any project, because picking up the wrong problem could lead to an investment in a very wrong field, in a very wrong problem area, and thus building up on top of the very weak fundamentals. So I think it's also very important to keep in mind that in the beginning, try to extra analyze all, all the information you're receiving and uh, make sure you <laughs> double check it. And the last point, I guess, I would take away from today's conversation is um, to question everything, like you said, <laughs> uh, learn it as a skill, but learn it to apply as a tool, not like your personality trait. Because one thing, and that's like the opposite edge of the spectrum, which I've noticed some people tend to do is, as you start critically analyzing everything, then you adopt it and become more of a critically, sort of mindset person who analyzes everything and judges everything and criticizes everything. And that's not also the very good part of it, right? It's a tool that you have to apply when it's needed, but it doesn't need to become a part of your personality. So it's also important to sort of stop for a second and also think about the good parts, not just about the bad parts, right? Things which you can improve and things which has to be again, analyzed and eliminated, but also about the goods. So um, yeah question everything but use it as a tool and do not try to not to build it to become your personality trait because goods are also important okay so yeah that's it from my side um and i guess that's it also for today's conversation so if you have any more questions or specific requests and again if you're in a specific situation in your life in your career feel free to drop us a question or a comment in our social media uh, you can find us on Instagram under Honest UX Talks, uh, or you can just uh, reach out to me or Ioana personally, and we would really love to take those questions further on and discuss them in the next episodes. And I guess with that being said, that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening and hope to see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>